The Old Testament reading for this morning is from the book of Daniel, chapter 12. At that time shall arise Michael, the great prince who has charge of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never has been since there was a nation till that time. But at that time your people shall be delivered, everyone whose name shall be found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle lesson is from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 10. Every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, for waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. And the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us. For after saying, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, declared the Lord, I will put my laws on their hearts and write them on their minds. Then he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Stand as we join in singing our Alleluia. Gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. 
And as he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when these things are about to be accomplished? And Jesus began to say to them, See that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and they will lead many astray. And when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be earthquakes in various places, and there will be famines. But these are but the beginnings of the birth pains. But be on your guard, for they will deliver you over to councils, and you will be beaten in synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my name's sake, to bear witness before them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. And when they bring you to trial and deliver you over, do not be anxious beforehand what you are to say, but say whatever is given you in that hour, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you this day from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. As we come together today, I want to remind you that, you know, there have been times when you and I, we've yearned to be somewhere. Yearned and hoped and waited and grew anxious because we wanted to get there so much so. I remember coming home for that first Thanksgiving after going away to college. I couldn't wait to get home. Maybe it was the lure of my mother's cooking. Maybe it was the, the sense of coming back to something familiar. But maybe also it was the ties that bind, right? The love that draws you back. But I remember yearning for that and can't, couldn't wait for that day to make that trek home again. And certainly, you and I, as Christians, we also yearn for that day when we will be with the Lord. Now, maybe we wouldn't put it so bluntly and say, well, I wish I was with the Lord today. But yet, there is that yearning, isn't there? A yearning that all the troubles of this life would just go away. That the struggles and the pain and the hardships, that we just wish that they would go away so that we could be finally at peace. And so often, our yearning is something for what God has done for us. Our yearning is for something that God has promised to deliver. And the Old Testament prophet Daniel was given by the Holy Spirit to look forward to these things, these times that would happen. 
And it's told to us in our reading today that there shall arise Michael, an archangel, the great prince who has charge of your people, and there will be a time of trouble. A troubling time. Doesn't that kind of describe today? Troubles abound. We see pain. We see crises. We see things getting worse. And there's this yearning for it to not be that way. And sometimes our yearning is to go back to the good old days, right? When we experienced something that was good. But yet, our lives move forward, not backward. And so this time of trouble that was foreseen, that there will be a time that these things happen, that these horrible things will occur. But then comes a bright new day. You might recall we sang a little bit about that last week in that great old hymn for all the saints. For yet there comes a yet more bright and glorious morn. And that's really what the prophet Daniel's pointing us to. That as bad as things get, as horrible as life can get, how anguished and agitated we might be, there will be a time when all are delivered. When your people, O Lord, will be delivered. Everyone whose name is found written in the book. Everyone who has been made and adopted as a child of God, those names in his book, written. And on that great and terrible day, those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Folks, can you imagine any more clear text for us today? Something that is so clear. It's one of those times in the Old Testament where the prophet is given a vision of things very clearly that will happen. That those who are buried in the earth, those who have felt the sting of death, those who, well, dust to dust, ashes to ashes, those who have felt and been in the earth, they will be raised. Those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, and they will come up. The good, the bad, all will be raised. A bodily resurrection. We have a very vivid picture here of the last day. And those who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake. But what are they going to do? Some are going to go enter into everlasting life and be with the Lord forever and ever. 
and some will awaken to shame and everlasting contempt. You see, that we wait as we confess in the creed, we wait for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come, and we say amen, yet it'll certainly be the case. But sometimes we don't think that way all the time. We forget that there is a God who is able to redeem us, who is able to fashion back together our flesh. After all, he should know how to do it, doesn't he? After all, he's the one who first fashioned us out of the dust of the earth and breathed into us the breath of life. He who did that certainly can do it again. And so for you and I today, our bodies may go into the dust of the earth, but we have a great promise that those who trust in the Lord will be raised and to be with him forever. And you know, I wish I had one of those deep voices that could really just pronounce this word, and those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above. I don't do it justice. And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever in perpetuity, forever. We can't even fathom that. But those who are wise, those with whom God has delivered, who he has given faith and trust, those who are wise, that's you and I, folks. Normally, we wouldn't think of ourselves as the wise ones, although I've been called a wise guy once in a while, and it was normally not in the best connotation. But yet, by God and his action, we are made wise by the Holy Scriptures which reveal things to us, which reveal the truth of God's love, of God's love in sending his Son to redeem us who were lost under the law so that we might walk in newness of life. The good news for you and I today, as we yearn for this stuff to be passed, so that we could walk forever with the Lord. You know, as Justin was playing his prelude, I know that I didn't coordinate with him for him to play that today but you know he was playing a rendition of psalm 23 yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i shall fear no evil for you are with me god is with us through every stage of our life he is with us in our life he's with us in our death and he will be with us in our resurrection from the dead Boy, does that not sound nice to have the Lord with us all the time. And so this morning, as we think about these truths, these truths which we confess but sometimes don't treasure as much as maybe we ought, to know the culmination of God's work for us. 
as we draw near to the end of the church year, our readings get more and more direct. Direct about what happens to this world, but how God shows grace and mercy and honors his promises to his people. And that, folks, is truly worthy of all our thanks and praise. For God has done these things for us. So we are told then to hold fast to this confession of our hope without wavering. So if things get better, things get worse, we are not to waver. We are to continually be strong in the faith to the day when all things are made new. So how do we do that? How do we continue to go forward without wavering? Well, let's face up to the fact that we do waver. But the one who does not waver is God's own son. He is the one who is promised and who is faithful. And so you and I, we trust in the one whose faithfulness is without a doubt. Our faith is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. You see, it's not our works, it's not our glory, it's not what I have done, but what God has done for me in Christ Jesus. And in Jesus, we find all our hopes fulfilled. We see love that endures and a faithfulness beyond measure. Now knowing that our God is faithful to us, that he wants us, and that he desires us, he wants us as his people forever. What a great God he is. That he forgives us all our trespasses as he continues to love us and cherish us. And so, how is it that we stir up one another to love and good works? By looking to Jesus. Looking to see how what he did affected our lives and our future. There we find something that will stir even the one who has the coldest blood he will warm it up and have it boil over into good works and things for the Lord. And not to neglect to meet together because as we come together, we enjoy each other's company, but we also learn from one another and we bear each other's burdens until that last day. And so we encourage one another even as we see the days drawing near. So you and I today, may we hold fast the truth that God's word has provided. 
Jesus talked to his disciples about the end times, as our gospel reading told us. But of course, we also have the Old Testament, which tells us of those days as well. And may we find hope. May we find our help by relying on God's truth that does not change. And those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. That makes a cemetery like a new birthing unit. Think of it. Doesn't it transform things a little bit around? While we miss all those who have gone ahead of us, a cemetery now becomes a place of hope and rebirth as we wait for that day when that all happens. And those who are raised, some to everlasting life, those who have trusted in the Lord Jesus and know him and his cross and his resurrection, and some to shame and everlasting contempt, those who reject Jesus. Scripture's clear on these things. So may you and I trust in the words of Scripture. And may you and I truly shine like the brightness of the sky above and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, guide our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.